0: Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet. So you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com.
1: Good morning. It is Tuesday, April 4th. It is five minutes after 11. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 W.I.B.C. So right there in our intro to the show, it says something about PNL statements. And if Trump were to be looking over his right now, he would see some in the profit column. His campaign has hit a funding jackpot. This all thanks to the announcement of his indictment. He's raising a record amount of money in a record amount of time.
0: He's $7 million, probably more than that now.
1: $7 million in only three days since the news of his indictment broke.
0: Okay, so let's face it. If Trump were to be, let's say Trump were to be convicted on all charges, mm-hmm. it's very unlikely he would be looking at a lengthy stay in prison. So, Casey, Or I, any
1: stay, yeah.
0: really. So my question to you is this, Casey. Is it worth it? If someone said, I will hand you $7 million... I think I'd be willing to go through what Trump is going through. Like, I got to keep the $7 Because he's obviously got to dole out a bunch of money to attorneys, etc. But he's got campaign—I well, don't know if he can use campaign funds. Probably not. But the point is, he's an uber-rich guy. But if someone said, Casey, I will give you $7 million, and you will walk away with seven, So tax-free, $7 million. Would you be willing to go through the hassle related with being indicted?
1: Possibly, yeah. I, I think it's a pretty good deal.
0: Because he's not probably actually looking at jail time.
1: Especially when you see the polling numbers of people who don't believe he did anything wrong. He knows that he has half the people on his side.
0: Yeah, so here's what I would factor into my decision. A, it's likely the case will get dismissed. B, it's even less likely if it doesn't get dismissed that he will get convicted. And then C, if he somehow got convicted he probably wouldn't actually go to jail. So I think for $7 million, I mean, look at the headaches I go through on a daily basis anyway. (laughs) Why not just throw this on top of it? And I could have a lot of fun with $7 million.
1: He's not going to keep that money though. No, but I'm saying, I'm saying we're talking
0: about how much he's raising. I'm Mm -hmm. saying if someone were to give you $7 million, would you be willing to subject yourself to the headache he has to go through?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, you, you he's, need. To, you, he's, he's also trying to prove a point. I'm asking you a question, Casey, yeah. and you're
0: deliberately avoiding no, the no, question. I'm saying yes, I would. You would like, do it,
1: yeah, because you need to be liked.
0: So I know it's kind of a bigger deal. You don't do well when people are angry at you.
1: <laughs> Which is why this is such a good relationship. Yeah, that we absolutely. Have. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Uh, I think it'd be okay. Yeah, I could withstand it. Absolutely. Think of all I'd, the fun I'd, you would have I'd with seven million dollars. Yeah, I, I'd pull on the villain cap. The Rob Kendall, I'd take lessons from you absolutely, and just go with it.
0: You the one of the
1: biggest, but, but the difference is, Trump feels like he's doing it for a purpose. Does he?
0: He's at the end of the day. I think we many people believe he's doing it for Trump. Now I think we think Trump the country would be better off with Trump as president than certainly say Biden. But let's face it, Trump is mostly in it for Trump. I don't think we're. I mean, we're honest with ourselves and our audience the vast majority of things Trump does is for Trump.
1: I agree with that. But you don't think that there's a part of him that is trying to show the, the for the greater good, the deep state, and how everything is weaponized? And I mean, he keeps saying that over and over well, again. Well, I
0: think he's got an end game, but I think the endgame— Well, yeah,
1: to be president.
0: Well, right. And I think he wants—but I keep coming back to if indeed that's what he truly believed, why, when he got into office, did he not fix it? Why did he put all those people that were, air quote, swamp creatures in there? Why did he try to cut deals time and time again with the Democrats? If his goal was to shake the system to its core or whatever, whatever phraseology you want to use, then why didn't he do it? I just, I, 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 and Trump people cannot provide an, an answer other than, well, he didn't know what he was getting into. I mean, we heard that from Micah earlier today. Okay. He didn't know what he was getting into.
1: Well, he ran for two years. Or maybe uh, he thought he was going to have more time to get it done. I think four years is enough, Casey. Well, I know, but I'm saying maybe he thought he was going to have eight. And he well, could take I it saw, time. Well, n-
0: I saw nothing in the first four that saw the next four were going to be any different. There wasn't some, hey, at year four and two months, we pivot. The Trump people keep saying he didn't know what he was getting into. Okay, that maybe works unless your whole the whole crux of your campaign is, I'm going to drain the swamp. That was one of his campaign slogans. It was.
1: It you can't was. claim I didn't know what I was getting into if that was one of your campaign slogans. Well, there was a clog in the drain. So many of his supporters say that the fate of America democracy is hanging in the balance based on what happens today and well, in this trial.
0: Look, I think I think the further—we always say this to people— This is the most important election in our lifetime. And in in this case, it probably will be because it's the one right in front of us. And we have seen we've seen a rapid uh, push towards socialism, out and out socialism, not just socialistic tenants or tendencies like a thing like a Social Security or Medicare or whatever. We are seeing out and out socialism being promoted in past public policies, no longer the fringe of the parties. But it's not a Trump or no one. Does anybody think that if Ron DeSantis got in there, that there would be a strong leftward tilt of the federal government?
1: <laughs> no, just the opposite.
0: I mean, I even let's extrapolate that. I mean, even Tim Scott. I, I don't think people. I think Tim Scott would do a fine job. I mean, there's other people now. If someone like Mike Pence got in there, now yes, I would agree the big government socialistic tilt will continue because that's all Mike Pence has ever voted for, or signed into office as a as a, a, a congressman or a, a governor is big government programs at big costs with big deficits. But I think there's many people running who, if it weren't Trump, you could say, I would vote for that person and feel like they would do a, a job of stemming the tide of socialism in this country.
1: Perhaps even better than Trump. So Trump truthed out that the corrupt DA has no case. What he does have is a venue where it's impossible for me to get a fair trial. It must be changed. So apparently they're already asking for it to be moved to a different location. Marjorie Taylor Greene has been leading a peaceful protest, which started about 45 minutes ago. She's saying it's a political persecution of Trump.
0: Is the mayor there still threatening her?
1: Yeah. She, he's saying, <laughs> control yourself. MTG, control yourself. Because, you know, she has no control over her own body.
0: Hey, you uh, you get all the credit for this. Um you found something yesterday that I thought was really, really good and really, really timely. And uh, for this, we go back to the greatest broadcaster who ever lived, uh, Rush Limbaugh, uh, next to Marconi, probably the most important person in the history of this business. And you found this posted on Twitter. It was from his final radio broadcast mm-hmm. in which... and He's he got,
1: talking about Trump.
0: Yeah, he didn't know exactly what was going to happen. Rush Limbaugh passed away in 2021, so that was two years ago now, January 2021. He didn't know it was going to be his last broadcast, but you're right. He was talking about Trump, and he predicted what was going to happen to Trump and Trump supporters, and I think this really speaks for itself, and it's so fitting that in his final broadcast, Rush was, as he often was, absolutely right.
2: I know they desperately want Trump gone, and I I know that they desperately want it codified that Trump cannot run again, because make no mistake, they remain scared to death of you, and they remain scared to death of Trump. Uh, Trump's 75 million, 80 million votes. And I'm going to tell you, you're not going anywhere. Even if Trump does, you're not. They can't separate you from Trump. And more importantly, they can't separate you from the ideas they can't separate you from MAGA. They can't separate you from Make America Great Again, which I think remains one of our big campaign strengths going forward. They believe that they can they can destroy this bond that exists between you and Trump if they somehow make Trump look bad make Trump look like a reprobate, embarrass you about Trump. They can't do it because you came before Trump.
0: There are certain people, Casey, Mm -hmm. and I've said this before, I would literally sit there and listen to them read the phone book.
1: (laughs) He's one of them.
0: And Rush Limbaugh, and you forget, I mean, it's easy to forget because he's been gone for a while now. Take away his politics. He was so damn good at broadcasting. He was so good at broadcasting, and you know this better than anyone. You were in management and broadcasting for a long time. This is an art form, and people go about it in a million different ways, but it was Babe Ruth, it was Wayne Gretzky, it was Michael Jordan, it was Tiger Woods in his prime. Every person who got to hear Rush Limbaugh should consider themselves fortunate because you heard something that will never be done again in this business and man i know that's not the premise of what the thing we're supposed to be talking about here but wow just hearing him again like it 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 hits me in the feels casey because he was one of the reasons i and many many other broadcasters got into radio and he's missed it would be awesome to have him right now and i say this somebody he would be on a competing radio station with us right now but he's missed Mm -hmm. he's missed and and Darn it, man, just hearing him, it was it just got me a little caught up there.
1: Yeah. He, and he was
0: he was so right about what he said, and it just I just That's the amazing
1: here. part. And, and and as you mentioned, that was even at the end, his very last his final broadcast, and his voice quality wasn't what it was. You could you could tell the deterioration deterioration, but he was still such a great orator. But that was three years ago.
0: Two. He died in twenty twenty one.
1: Still, imagine how prophetic that was. Yeah, no, I mean, doesn't, it he, doesn't matter what but, he said. Yeah, yeah, beside the delivery, the content that you can't separate the idea from the man because you, as the listener, were there before.
0: Yeah, and and so it'll be, it, but he made a, and he made a great point, and I'm so glad you found that you did a phenomenal job. That was all you deserve the credit for all that because it's such a great, 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 great clip. Um, when he talks about separating you from MAGA. The question people have to ask themselves, though, is it an individual or is it the ideas put forward? Because if it's an individual, we got a big problem here, because even if Trump wins, he's going to be in his 80s. Trump doesn't last forever. And so the question people have to ask themselves, if it is indeed the ideas that Trump put forward, which there were a lot of very good ideas, he didn't enact a lot of them, but he put a lot of interesting ideas into the public sphere, talked about on a high level for the first time, then... Don't you go with the person that gives you the best chance to enact those ideas?
1: And I think that's what Rush Limbaugh was saying, was that it's the idea. MAGA is the idea. It's not just Trump. Trump may have brought it to the forefront. He may be the first, the leader of it. But the idea will continue on with or without Trump.
0: All right. So yesterday you mentioned something that you're doing. What is it? What are you doing with your diet? You're improving your toning in some capacity. What are you doing?
1: trying. It's an anti-inflammatory diet. Yes. Yeah. And somebody asked about that. So what, you want to hear more about that? Well,
0: I'm very curious because um, what there's some sort of dealio now where the CDC is getting involved in telling people what to eat and-
1: What cookies to have and not have, apparently. Could lead to this
0: high inflammatory thing. <laughs> yeah. I want to learn about what you're putting in your body, Casey. Oh, go. Tell us all about Do it. Do
1: you now? Okay. We'll get into that coming up from 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all time greatest hits. Long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. 21 minutes after and 11 is Kendall chicken. and Casey and on 93 WIBC. So a lot of people talking about Trump's arraignment today. It's supposed to happen at 2.15. Will there be a perp walk? Will he be handcuffed? Will we get the mug shot? One of his attorneys was asked this. Her name is Alina Haba. And uh, she said, no, she doesn't think that there's going to be handcuffs. And she also said, no, there probably won't be a mug shot. At least they don't want one. And here she explains why.
0: Uh, we know you have limited time. Uh, some pressing issues that have been ping pong balling around.
2: Uh, handcuffs, mugshot. No handcuffs. Uh, there no handcuffs. No. Okay. Mugshot. I, I don't know for sure. I don't really see the purpose in it. I think that they have a good argument that there doesn't need to be one. He's the single most famous human being on the planet. Yes. Why do we need a mugshot? The mugshot is usually just in case they have a flight risk, which he doesn't. The man can't drive a car because he's a former president. So, you know, that just all those things, all those reasons that we have those protections for normal people, we don't need with Donald Trump. So I, I think that if they do any of those things, I can tell you many, that's purely uh, politically motivated theatrics. There's just
1: no need for that. I thought she raised a really good point because the mugshot was designed for people to be able to identify someone they're looking for. And clearly, as she mentioned, Trump, probably the most famous person on the planet. Yeah. Where's he going to go? Right. You know what he looks like. So why do you need a mugshot to identify? Donald Trump
0: him? hiding out in Argentina. <laughs>
1: Here's Joe Biden. He's saying the quiet part out loud. He all but confirms that his team is coordinating these Trump indictments to stop him from taking power again.
2: We just have to demonstrate that he will not take power um, by, uh, if we uh, if he does run, uh, making sure he, uh, under the legitimate efforts of uh, our Constitution, does not become the next president again.
0: Now, I think that was uh, back in the time machine a little bit. I don't think that was yesterday, but they, hey, when they speak, listen to him, Casey.
1: Because mm-hmm. he's putting it out there. Yeah? Yeah. Finally trending this hour, a new study of popular music trends has determined that the name John is the most common name used in song titles. No kidding. Followed by Mary, Maria, Johnny, and David.
0: That's interesting.
1: John, most popular song or name used in song titles. Okay, it's 23 minutes after 11. It's Kendall and Casey. It's 93 W.I.B.C. So the CDC is urging Americans to stop eating raw cookie dough after it was linked to a salmonella outbreak. (laughs) They made this plea on Twitter and they said they're unable to say which brand of cookie dough it is that triggered the outbreak but a lot of people have been infected and are falling ill. And so they say the outbreak may not be limited to states with known illnesses. They can't tell you which cookie. This is just the biggest nothing burger ever from the CDC. Hey, don't eat the raw cookie dough. Which brand? We can't tell you. Which state? We don't know. But we know people are getting sick from eating the raw cookie dough.
0: Casey, are you (laughs) insinuating that the government is trying to instill fear in people without any sort of factual basis or information to validate said fear.
1: <laughs> what? what? My shocked face. No. no. I would never say that. So don't eat the raw cookie dough, I guess. I was always taught not to do that anyway, because the raw egg's in there.
0: My wife and I had this conversation, not the last time we were at the store, but I think the time before that.
1: When she was making brownies?
0: Well, I don't know. Yeah, maybe that was when it was, because I said, well, I'll just eat the cookie dough, I think. And then she said. I said, well, you can't do that. You're in the risk of salmonella, mm-hmm. and I said. You have no idea the stuff I put into my body over the years. It's going to take more than some cookie dough to undo this.
1: My stomach can handle it. You
0: have no idea what the 20s were like for me, and I'm still here, sister. So, Uh, You have been doing this anti-inflammatory something or other, right? Yeah,
1: it's an anti-inflammatory diet. I mentioned it briefly yesterday, and somebody tweeted at me, you know, tell me more. So a lot of what I've been reading, it was just going down the road of just trying to be healthier and do better better things for my body, and inflammation is connected to a lot of autoimmune diseases and heart problems and cancer. And I thought, okay, you know what, I'm going to research this a little bit more, and there's a lot of foods that actually cause inflammation in your body. Uh Uh-huh. Refined carbohydrates, white bread, pastries, french fries. What the hell is a refined
0: carbohydrate?
1: It's all of the bad carbs that you get. Soda, the sugars, processed meats, margarine shortening. Just a lot of foods that have... A lot of bad things, and I never realized it until I did some more research Why are you on it.
0: ruining everything for me, Casey?
1: I'm not ruining it for you. I'm trying to make it better for myself, but yeah, I- Yeah, but you're
0: guilting me in the process. But see, here's the hey, thing- Hey, Rob, look at how good my life is. Oh, you're
1: doing that? You suck. That's kind of how I felt when she ordered wine <laughs> when we were drinking beer. <laughs> You See, think, you and think that's you're another than thing. The, al- <laughs> the alcohol, the alcohol has so much sugar in it, yeah. and just to have you know better kidneys and liver and everything. I thought I, I need to stop drinking for a while. Just take some better care of myself. Yeah. And the I've noticed such a huge difference. It's incredible. And when I look at things that I used to eat, I'm amazed. Like there's the ingredients listed on my cheese balls. Because uh-huh. I'm a junk food. I love junk food. I love Coke. It's one of my favorite things. Lived on it forever. Yeah, but the stuff that's in it is just so bad. I can't even pronounce some of it. It's, you know, it's the
0: aspirin number eight.
1: <laughs> yeah, all of the food dyes, red and
0: dye the... number ninety
1: eight, disodium glycolite, clock gly... poisonous number three, phosphate. <laughs> protein concentrate, yellow six, auto yeast. X. I mean, if I can't pronounce it, I'm not doing it. So what I've done is I've gone to an anti-inflammatory diet just to see if I notice a difference. I do. You're supposed to eat the colors, the brighter and more saturated, the color of the food, the better it is for you. However, I'm talking about your fruits and vegetables, tomatoes, green leafy vegetables, spinach, um, you want to do strawberries, blueberries, cherries, oranges, lemon, sweet potatoes rather than a regular potato. You need to get your omega 3s in there, like salmon. Nuts are really good for you, almonds,
0: and olive oil, time
1: avocado out. oil versus vegetable oil. <laughs> time out! What?
0: You're just rambling at this point, and I, ha- I have to ask a
1: question to you. But there's three spices you got to get in there, but go ahead. All this crap you're talking about Mm -hmm. sounds fine, Mm -hmm. but it's really expensive. It is more expensive. What am I supposed to do? I'm poor. I work in radio. That's the problem. You know, there's like the sad American diet, which is all of the box stuff. And I don't shop that way anymore. I shop on the outside. I go into the mire and I go into the fruits and vegetables section, walk down the meat to the dairy, and I'm out. Those middle aisles, they have nothing for me. The food in those middle aisles is not good for you. Unless you're going to get your wild rice or your legumes, you know, your lentils. Legumes. Something Uh, like that. What is legumes? It's like a lentil or, you know. You know, Kev. Even I don't know what that is. And he's a world traveler. He shops at the Russian Deli. But things like turmeric, ginger, and curcumin.
0: Oh, yeah, curcumin.
1: Cinnamon. These are the spices that you use because they have natural anti-inflammatory I, properties in them.
0: I'm not refuting what you're saying, but I think the bigger thing here is it is so expensive to eat healthy.
1: It, and we're running really long on this, but it's important because if you're an ultra-maga ultra, ultra MAGA like Rob Kendall, yeah. we need yeah. people like that to be around and to be healthy, to be able to fight for I just, what is right in America. And when you're putting all that junk yeah. in your body... It's gonna hurt your body long term.
0: I don't know, Casey, and I know we gotta get to a break, but uh here's the way I, I, I when I was very young, yeah. I received some advice from
1: moderation.
0: Well, it was this is really a person who's really had a profound influence on my life and um he was a poet, he was an author, he was a thinker, he was a philosopher. You may know him. His name was Tom Petty <laughs> and he said, okay. I don't know, mm-hmm. but I've been told mm-hmm. never slow down.
1: Never grow never old. Never grow
0: old. Sure. And okay. I just kind of rolled with that for the past 20 okay, years. Okay, well, I
1: think if you do anything in moderation, that's okay, right? <laughs> Casey, I don't do anything in moderation. <laughs> but let me tell you, the side side bonus, Rob, yes. I've lost eight pounds, so I'm just two pounds away from being 10 pounds away from the ice. Oh! So there's The other, other day, And the energy level
0: shoots up. Well, I, again, we're totally long on this, but it's fine. Yeah. Um, our bosses aren't listening. Uh, <laughs> the other day, I told Casey, I said, you know, when Mock was here, Mock took a- what's it called? Boudoir. Right. Photo shoot yeah, for yeah. her husband for yeah. one of their anniversaries. Yeah. And she showed me one of the pictures of her butt cheeks. And uh-huh. I said, you know, you've never stepped up anywhere on this level.
1: I'm not and showing you my Kay- butt.
0: Well, Casey sent me a, not sent me, but showed me a bikini photo <laughs> shot of herself from years ago, flipping her man off for some reason. I don't know why, <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, so is that what you're trying to do? You're trying to get back into that?
1: Back to fight and wait shape, form, or fashion of some Uh sort. What Uh, do you mean, back to it? I'm already there. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Never (laughs) change. We need to go to a break. It's Kendall and Casey. It's 93 WIBC. Tall grass. 11:34. It's Kendall and Casey. It's 93 WIBC. Looks like we have a couple of election deniers on our hands here, huh? So this was Hillary Clinton and Nancy Pelosi.
0: Oh boy! <laughs> Can you imagine willfully but, of your own free will going to that? Someone doesn't have a gun to the gun to your back, saying, "All right, Buster, move it." Mm-hmm. Can you imagine spending your your time? Of your own volition,
1: <laughs> voluntarily going, going to see Nancy Pelosi I don't and Hillary Clinton. You have to. So they were speaking at Columbia School of International and Public Affairs. This happened on Monday. They were talking about global politics and national security, and. Just the gushing that Nancy Pelosi was doing over Hillary was nauseating.
0: Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Casey. I thought that if you believed that the election was in any way interfered with, with you were a, uh, fa- was it semi-fascist? I'm trying to remember when Biden had the big press uh, speech and there was the blood red mm-hmm. background behind him that you were a fascist, democracy-hating... MAGA-loving threat to democracy or whatever the words were that he used. I thought, did I imagine that? that no, he, they that said really
1: that, happened. Okay, well, I'm work,
0: Okay, I mean, I guess we need to welcome Nance and Hillary to the team because <laughs> uh, this certainly appears to be some election denying going on here.
1: When uh, Secretary Clinton was in the Senate and First Lady, but especially a Secretary of State in more recent time, um she, was, she has been, and at that time, implemented many things showing America's support for democracy. It was her clarity in position to the present Putin, present occupant leader of, of Russia, that made him turn around and ensure, in an uh, illegal way, come out against her in her campaign. Interference in our democracy by Vladimir Putin because Hillary Clinton was the person he feared most in terms of his lack of democracy in Russia. That's, I think, self evident And thank you for what you have done. That was painful on so many levels. Did she just say Vladimir Putin was afraid of Hillary Clinton? More than anyone else.
0: Yes, that's exactly what she said. And think about this, Casey. She with a straight face.
1: (laughs) Just because you say something doesn't mean it's true. uh,
0: Let's let's just pivot to the fact, too, that that woman, what you just heard, all the stuttering and stammering and nonsensical gibberish and half sentences and incomplete descriptions of people. I mean... She was just the Speaker of the House. You want to know why our country is in the shape it's in? Because we have Mumbles McGee as the president, and this lady was just the Speaker of the House. And the, In fact, these two are so pathetic, they make Chuck Schumer look good and coherent. <laughs> How is it humanly possible that in a country of 335
1: million people? This is who we have leading not leading this is the best we can do you know who else is scared of hillary clinton her political associates because they all end up dead you know who else is scared of hillary clinton the marines because she stranded them in benghazi have you ever noticed anything about hillary clinton is it's not she did something it was she was always adjacent to it being done she was always near it she never did it. She always worked with or advocated for or spearheaded. She was always near it happening, but she was never the one making it happen.
0: Well, and and that is because Hillary Clinton is a no-talent, total loser, maniac leftist. And she is only where she is because she made a deal with her husband that she would... I mean, it's, Hillary Clinton is really a very pathetic person in the sense she needed power and she needed relevance so bad that she was willing to totally sacrifice any semblance of dignity. And what I mean by that is her husband cheated on her repeatedly, lied about it repeatedly, probably lied to her more times than we can count, lied to the American public about it, and then more caused her to be mortally embarrassed when she went on national television and claimed that the allegations regarding Monica Lewinsky and others was part of a vast right-wing conspiracy. And then instead of doing the thing that I would think you as a woman would want her to do, and I don't want to speak for you, and I'm also assuming your gender, which I'm sorry about that, but saying, you have embarrassed me for the last time. You are an embarrassment to this country. You have embarrassed our family. You are a total skeezball and scumbucket. And I am out of here. And I am standing up for women everywhere. And I am out of here. She rolled over and played dead and still supported him. Even after he lied to her, he lied to the American people repeatedly. He made her look like an idiot. She, She just stood there and took it. And the deal was, well, I'll make sure you're a U.S. senator after we get out of office.
1: How pathetic. Yeah. Nancy Pelosi.
0: I mean, as a woman, aren't you mortified? Didn't she have such an opportunity as a woman to stand up to her husband on a national level and say, I'm out of here, dude. We are donezo.
1: Yeah, I will. Yes. Yes. But also, I think it does take a little bit of courage, just a little bit of courage to... To face what you've said about her and then stay with him. To stay married. Does that make sense? I don't know if I'm articulating but that But she properly. didn't do
0: it because she loves him. Those No. Two, when do you think the, the last time those two had she a... Did me- it
1: for, she did it for power. Right? Yeah.
0: When do you think the last time the Clintons had a meaningful conversation that didn't involve where to hide a body was?
1: <laughs> Nancy Pelosi, on the other hand, she acknowledged Transgender Day of Visibility but said nothing about palm sunday isn't, and she's catholic isn't she, she? isn't she she well, claims to be well i mean that's your neck of the
0: woods so yeah,
1: yeah. and also saying that donald trump can prove his innocence Yes. but uh, the burden of proof actually is on the prosecution innocent until proven guilty we've heard that before hey can we talk about joe biden really quick another <laughs> another vintage biden <sighs>
0: Yes, please. This is great. So this is vintage Biden. So he was at what well, this was Minnesota, right? Mm-hmm. Is that where he was? Yeah. So this is vintage Biden. We played the stuff earlier where he claims that people are clamoring for the McDonald's for the free Wi-Fi to do mm-hmm. their homework. And then he did a bunch of uh, just m- gibberish where we couldn't understand exactly what he was saying or trying to say. And then at one point during this speech, now this is vintage Biden. He's done this, whether it's stand up, Chuck. The guy in the wheelchair, or where he was asking where Jackie Walorski was after she had just passed away. Um, this is vintage Biden. He's calling for the the local. I think this is the mayor of this, the the was a Twin, Twin Cities, Cities was where he was. Uh, the mayor who isn't there, and then admits, "Yeah, the guy probably bolted because I was giving a speech."
2: And uh, the mayor of the Twin Cities are here as well. Jacob Fry from Minneapolis. Where are you, Jacob?
1: He was here. I, would, I I guess he knew I was going to speak. He's having, It's another Where's Jackie moment. <laughs> and think about it, that guy. He's
0: the mayor of the Twin Cities, so he has to be a Democrat. There's no way it's like, oh, this Republican mayor was here and then he bolted. The guy has to be a, a Democrat and a far-left Democrat if he's the mayor of the Twin Cities in Minnesota. And, and the guy, Biden is so bad that even that dude was like,
1: I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out of here. I would like to give him just a smidgen of credit. Who, Biden or this mayor? Biden. Oh. Just a smidgen of credit. Uh-huh. This is an improvement. <laughs> At least he's not calling for someone who's dead. Yeah. And he's not asking someone who is wheelchair bound to stand up. Yeah. He's still calling for someone who's not in the room. Uh-huh. But this is a weekly thing. I mean, it's 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 becoming... We we need to ask for a raise, Rob, because it's it's becoming hard to get a hot take every day. It happens so often.
0: Yeah, uh, with Biden. All right, Casey. When we come back, yeah. they are proposing a big event that involves driving in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. And I think these things, for the most part, are just total revenue grabs by the government. But maybe you'll feel different. Maybe you think this is a vital safety tool. A revenue grab?
1: Really? Well, I'm if, you, if, if
0: you do it, you get the ticket.
1: Oh, okay. Traffic what, enforcement here in saying. the greater
0: downtown area. All right. And I'm going to be curious to get your thoughts on this, because I don't think, in most cases, most cases, it makes anyone any safer. No turn on red. No coming turn up. on red. All right. What a
1: racket. It's coming up with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kiskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kiskali is right for you. Talk to me and she asked me to dance. <laughs> asked Yes. This is
0: going to be our Dylan Mulvaney song now. You could never do this song now, you'd totally get canceled.
1: Oh, for sure. What's he talking about, Rob? Can you explain the lyrics of this song to me? You will love this.
0: During the break, Casey, Kevin and I- Don't
1: make fun of me. You you did it.
0: It was a total mom move. So Kevin and I were talking, obviously, this song is about a transvestite. Mm -hmm. And Casey is just sitting there minding her own business. (laughs) And then at the very end, she goes, that song is about a
1: transvestite. Yeah, it is. I didn't know. I don't know if you know that or not.
0: And then she goes- he wanted to take that man home with him.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No kidding, Casey! <laughs> Someday, Rob, when you're all grown up, you're going to have it all figured <laughs> you're out. you such a mom. By <laughs> the way, before we get off this,
0: I do want to say that the end of the song Lola, some of the greatest lines in music history, mm-hmm. I'm not the world's most masculine man, mm-hmm. but I know what I am, and I'm glad I'm a man, and so is Lola.
1: Ew. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hey, let's talk about
0: driving downtown because it's about to get more difficult.
1: Okay, so the city county council announced some proposals to restrict turn on red lights. Yeah, I they, hate this. They went to heighten pedestrian safety. Oh well, that's good.
0: Because <laughs> now they're finally concerned about heightening.
1: Pedestrian <laughs> right from the from the increase. <laughs> Of all of the people that are coming downtown, we want to make sure that people walking around in this walkable downtown city, which was fabulous at one time is safe for all the people that are down here uh, the the, the droves of people coming to downtown indianapolis
0: they're still a risking their lives premium risk of getting shot stabbed Mm -hmm. mugged abducted we don't care about that but hey the no turn on red yes that's the issue
1: yes so
0: almost as stupid as meatless monday (laughs)
1: Mayor Joe Hogsett said in a statement that he is proud to support the council's effort to balance safety and mobility.
0: Um, So there's about five different areas they're proposing. No turn on reds. Throughout downtown Indianapolis. Now, I have long maintained that the no turn on red in most cases. Now, there may be some exceptions to this, but in most cases, there is no reason a person should not be able to turn on red, other than they want to catch you turning on red and give you a and give you a ticket because you'll notice they never make the signs like super. Visible Like the average person Is not looking up At the thing Where they hang the sign If they really wanted They would have like A flashing red thing Or whatever So you would look at it No I think they want to do that So you won't see it And then you'll turn Endangering no what And they'll go Oh
1: gotcha Turn it on red So it's a cash grab Oh yeah absolutely I don't know Rob the mayor says this is about safety, and you know how concerned Mayor Joe Hogsett is about safety. Yes, forefront of his thinking. Right. Remember
0: when he was leading during the riots and he was out front stopping people from looting and destroying the city?
1: I see.
0: Oh, you wouldn't remember that because I wasn't that didn't here,
1: happen. But I'm you, sure you remember. You it. know where
0: Joe Hogsett was during the riots, Casey? <laughs> No, does anyone? No one knows where Joe Hogsett (laughs) was during the riots. Let's say that again out loud. The mayor of the city of Indianapolis, not one single solitary person, has been able to prove where Joe Hogsett was during the riots. And for some reason, and I still have absolutely no idea why, he has been interviewed many, many times by many, many different outlets, and not one person has ever asked him, bruh, Mm -hmm. where was you during the riots.
1: I got a letter from him. You did? I did.
0: Okay, so we're about to point out how pathetic the Indiana Republican Party is. A new low for Indiana Republicans because we are about to tell you that Joe Hogsett has done more to help people with property taxes than the (laughs) Indiana Republican Party. Go.
1: Dear Indianapolis Marion County homeowner, in a few days, you'll receive your spring 23 property tax bill. Due to rising property values, your bill... Maybe higher than in previous years. No kidding. Welcome to the party, pal. That's why in August of 22, the mayor's office announced a tax relief effort for (laughs) home-owned occupant homesteads in Marion County. What does this mean for you? If your assessed value is $250,000 or less, you'll receive a $150 credit. Oh? If your assessed value is between $250,000 and $400,000, you will receive a $100 credit.
0: Okay, so time out. Yeah. Okay, so and I posted about this. I posted somebody had sent me a copy of the letter who got the letter. Mm -hmm. Let's remove the socialistic idea that the less your home is valued, the more you get in tax credits. I mean, that's super socialism, and we would chalk that up in par for the course uh, for the Democrat. Joe Hogsett is actually doing more to help people with property taxes. By more, I mean anything, because the Republicans are doing nothing than the Indiana Republican Party. If you are one of these persons who votes red no matter what, just let that sink sink in with you throughout the rest of the day. The uber-radical leftist lunatic mayor of Indianapolis is putting more effort into helping people with property taxes than the Indiana Republican supermajorities and governor Down the street from us at 200 West Washington.
1: The credit will appear as property tax relief payment in the payments received section at the bottom of your spring 23 property tax bill. Over 90% of Marion County homeowners will receive a credit. Now, how would you like to be the 10%? Yeah, well,
0: the rich, right? I mean, it's totally socialism. We're not naive to that. But it's something, it's anything. (laughs) Let me just. It's anything, Casey.
1: We hope this measure will bring some relief to reduce your property tax burden. Sincerely, hearts and kisses, Joe Hawk said. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Kevin. Good job today. And thank you for joining us. We're going to count on you to be back here tomorrow. It's Kendall and Casey on 93WIBC.